Good morning, it's uh, Dr. Alejandro Badia with your bi-weekly episode of Fixing Healthcare from the Trenches. And today we are very honored on this Thursday morning to have um, U.S. Congressman, right, Dr. Greg Murphy, who is a urologist and happens to be in town right for another event. And we we got lucky enough to right to 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 do this because now we're really speaking to the the people who can. We're going to really make something happen. And we're going to have a, sh- a short 15 minutes to talk about this. Uh, Dr. Murphy is a North Carolina guy all the way. I uh, went to Davidson College, uh, UNC Chapel Hill. Go Tar Heels, Go Tar right? Heels, That's right. right. Amen. Uh, Amen. Did his uh, urology and uh, and uh, transplant uh, uh, surgery residency at, at University of Kentucky. Uh, and then uh, transitioned into politics, which he'll tell us about. He was a congressman. In, in North Carolina and now has been in your th- you're in your third term, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I like uh, a red shirt, so <laughs> that's right. Uh so he is uh Congressman representing I think the third district uh yeah, of the coast. Of most of goes and you know my only sibling, my sister lives in Wilmington. Oh does she okay but, so, so, we're just so, north of her. so you often introduce me to her congressman. <laughs> that's right. Uh but no w- welcome to uh fixing healthcare from the trenches. Absolutely. Thank you very much. I'm happy to have a discussion. Thank you. So so what transitioned you from being a surgeon? And we talked a little before about all the changes, but now you're really trying to make some some big changes. You know, you try to. And I think that's what yeah. uh, I think you and I share that very much. We just try to make a difference. I um, I had no intention of going to politics. Uh, my <laughs> wife and I have done a lot of mission work. I've been overseas many, right. many, many times. And uh, I I didn't ask to go into politics. Uh, our state house member resigned in the middle of his term, mm. and I got voluntold. And because you, uh, you had several leadership roles in 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 the county medicine yeah. in your hospital. Yeah, I was uh, chief of staff of our hospital. Yeah. And uh, my hats and, off to you. I've never done any of that. Well, it's it's it really it's is. a painful. It's another warm service. <laughs> and it's interesting though because our state house. Um, I said no, but our medical society really pushed me because we mm. didn't have a single physician in the entire General Assembly. Oh, wow. In fact, the person in the House who was in charge of um, health care was a bail bondsman who hated doctors and hospitals. So oh, my God. Good old Catholic guilt set in. And so I oh, said, good. somebody's yeah. got to do it. And same thing with, ended up in Congress. Same thing. Uh, especially, I mean, North Carolina is a leader across the country in, in health care. I mean, the research yeah. triangle, for those who don't know, I mean, between... Uh, between uh, UNC and Duke and uh, Wake Forest and all. I mean, it's unbelievable. What yeah, comes I'm right in that. that area too. So yeah. it's, a, it's a great cauldron. Yeah, it is. We, it is. we just don't talk about Duke very much though. So. <laughs> right. We, we won't. <laughs> so uh, those blue devils. Uh, <laughs> so, so how did you transition then into being a, a U.S. congressman? Interesting story because about 15 years ago, um, I was seeing patients and our congressman, a fellow named Walter Jones, very, mm-hmm. very good man came into my office about two o'clock in the afternoon and I had him on the operating room table at five. Um, had a emergency. Stone um, would have, well, just <laughs> would have been really bad. He yeah. may have been died in a couple of weeks wow. and uh, um, sad. And we, anyway, long short, we developed a good relationship. Yeah. And uh, he developed an illness, which uh, he didn't want to disclose and said he was going to retire at the end of the year. Wanted me to prayerfully consider that um, wow. three months later he had passed away from uh, Lou Gehrig's disease ALS. Oh, geez, ALS yeah. so uh you know I threw my hand yeah. in and there were 26 of us in the special election and Is that right? boom I popped out 17 wow. Republicans and a bunch of Democrats and other right. folks so interesting yeah that was in September of 19 so I've been serving there and uh, presently on ways and means and right. uh, healthcare subcommittee same thing on the veterans affairs it's a huge 
issue in our district or veterans affairs. And so really finally getting attention, which I, I'm, I'm, Absolutely. I'm, I, wor I worked in a VA hospital. Uh, in fact, I, I helped pay for residency through Bellevue and NYU by working uh, night shifts in the ER at the, uh, at the VA hospital. So you yep, can imagine. Yep. Yeah. So that, no, thank, thank you for doing that. That's so important. Uh, but in terms of, so house ways and means people, the public needs to understand that. Uh, my understanding, the House Ways and Means Committee really decides on what's being funded and isn't ultimately responsible for CMS, which is Medicare. Yep. Right. Absolutely. And Vern Buchanan is a leader there. And, yep. Vern is and, the yeah. chairman, uh, subcommittee chairman of health, in which I'm a, a committee member. And we uh, we share some responsibilities with another committee called Energy and Commerce okay. about Medicare and about indemnity insurance um, and some of the other things. So it's a it's a very, very important committee. It was actually the first one ever um uh ever committee uh, ever we ever had in congress uh, is that right yep uh, oh, it's the only wow. one established by the constitution itself so it's oh, a big no deal kidding. to get always means so i'm wow very happy with it well i hope uh we find a means to, to do something to fix health care because you know all these medicare cuts i mean there's so many other ways to cut costs in healthcare, as you know but cutting the people who actually provide it in an inflationary environment is not and i'm going to say publicly here and i've said it is that I opted out of Medicare uh, late last year. Yeah. I, I felt not only did I have a choice in terms of what reimbursement is, but I felt I had to make a statement. Sure. I, sure. Had, to make, I had to take a stand. So I'm sorry to have to do that. No, it's it's a, uh, it's but, a yeah. tragic effect. Yeah, and this is. is what's happened. You know, um, we've had uh, a 26% cut in physician fees, inflation adjusted over the last wow. 20 years in wow. Medicare. So, so listen to that. So, so imagine any of you listening, if a quarter of your salary was actually cut over a 20 year period. I mean, how many people, well, most people change jobs. Well, they? you know, I like, I, mean, <laughs> I, I give an example is yeah. if you had a hardware store yeah. and you had different clients, but you sold a lot of hammers and cost you a dollar to buy a hammer, but you had, you were forced to sell it by the government to sell it at 40 cents. How long could you stay in business if that was your main thing? Yeah. And so, you know, yeah. I hate it for the patients yeah. because cutting doctor's salaries um, is either going to make doctors retire not see Medicare patients or turn into a more costly time type of employment, and that's hospital or private equity employment. So I say to the private practice guys, fight tooth and nail, stay in private practice. It's the best form of medicine. Well, good. Well, we're, we're trying to do it. And I, I, I think there is going to be a backlash. I think we're seeing it now with private equity getting in. I think yeah. groups are. So so, so how uh, a congressman, or I'm, I'm going to say doctor, if you please, don't mind. Please, just call me great. Yeah, I prefer actually doctor to congressman. <laughs> okay, good. Well, on this show, you will be. And I'm going to ask you, uh, if you can name three uh, practical measures that you sure. think we could we could enact to actually lower health care costs, what, what would they be? I think if you look at it in, in total, what, what was good about medicine and what's gone wrong with medicine? The number one thing that pops out is the middleman. Oh my God. The middleman. This is what's happened <laughs> in sounds, medicine. I feel like it's an echo. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, it's well, the, yeah, it's that's the truth. it. That's it's it. absolutely the truth. If yeah. you look at what's happened with the middleman, you know, in 1965, uh, when Medicare, Medicare came out, um, the doctors didn't want to do it. And then they said, okay, we'll do it. We'll do it because we take care of people. That's what right. we do. We that's take care we of do. people. And it's become such an onerous burden now, especially with the Medicare Advantage plans. Sorry, oh guys. Gosh. And I've said this many, many times. Not a fan because what's happened with the middleman and now in a second row, we'll talk about insurance is I think things were well intended right. um, and that they were going to give uh, seniors choices. 
but they're really not. And it was fairly compensated at right. first. They're they're right. uh, cherry picking yeah. and they're deprived through the pre prior authorization nonsense. Oh gosh, that goes on. It's really hurting our seniors. Yeah. And so what's it happening though? You see companies like uh, United, which doesn't like me very much. They've never yeah, come yeah. and engage, yeah. uh, making billions like on either. billions of dollars uh, in profits. When the physician, the person who stayed up in the middle of the night caring about their patient, is the one taking care of it right. and uh, taking care of the patient, and there well, we, we have so many other people within that middleman causing me. the problem. Well, one of the wealthiest guys here in Miami, uh, you know, sold his uh, company. They sell they sell patients like their heads of cattle, and sold you know number of patient lives and sold it yeah. to United Healthcare for uh, eight hundred million. It, that's just tragic. I mean, it's just well, tragic. You know, the second thing is regulation upon regulation, regulation. Okay. And I'll pick off, this is, you know, music, or not music, oh, it's uh, sad to everybody else's ears, is the prior authorization nonsense that we go through. It's you're having to deal with people that don't know anything what you're talking about, and you're immediately denied. Right. It's like if you put uh, on the road, you put a bunch of nail uh, rails to, to literally <laughs> to slow, slow you down. down. And at some point, you But those nails cost a lot. Yes. That's the problem. Well, and right. but you're trying to see yeah. patients who take care of them. Yeah. And if you're just being pushed and pushed and pushed, at some point you give up, and that's what insurance companies want us to do. Absolutely. Well, now I'm going to call you congressman. Isn't isn't there some inertia now to diminish that? My understanding is even United Healthcare has has said publicly that they're going to they're going to be looking critically at the prioritization and streamlining. It. Sorry, I don't believe okay. it. I'm, okay. not, I'm just going to, you know, okay. we're surgeons. We call yeah. balls and strikes. <laughs> That's right. Um, it's what it is. I won't believe it until I see okay. it. So that was and, number two. What's number three? Yeah. So number three is really um, innovation. You know, right. this this nation has led the world in, in innovation and in breaking the next, uh, um, the new greatest new cure, this, that, and the other stuff. But with that innovation comes cost. And it's not just cost. We're now living 10 more years on average than we did in 1965 right. when Bravo, Medicare right? started. Yeah. With 4 to 5%, people living into their 90s. Our pyramid, this is one of the challenges, our, our, uh, especially our Medicare pyramid, has flopped upside down. At the beginning, there were four and a half people paying in for each recipient. Now that number has dropped down to two and a half. Huh. So it's a real math problem. And it's wonderful. I think that people live longer, but we have to work on living healthier. I'll just yeah. and I'll end it with that way. You know, we have a lot of things going on. Let's live healthier. Um, let's try to run away from the fast foods and all these other things that are truly poisoning us. Um, yeah. Let's get back to really what. Well, I wrote an article recently is. about, you know, patients, uh, the public taking some responsibility as well. in Absolutely. the patient issues. And, uh, you know, that was an op ed here at the Miami Herald. And I, I can tell you that, you know, it certainly had mixed reviews. Sure. Uh, but the reality is that we, we, have, we are responsible. I saw a patient, I'll just tell you, I'll yep. end this real. I saw a patient a week and a half ago. She was coming in. She had a uh, high-risk pregnancy, and she was having some blood in the urine, so I've seen her. She's 22 years old, was on her second child. Her BMI was 70. She's five oh. foot three and 398 pounds. Oh, my God. So think about what that's going to cost the healthcare system, and this person's really not going to have a long life. Right. Just that's try sad. It. Try that's sad. So. Um, you know, I can, speaking I can of innovation, say a whole lot more, oh, but you know, and I can, can talk for hours. But. Yeah. So, you know, innovation, just to touch on that, and I'll tell you my three very quickly, but uh, the, the issue with innovation is that it's being a bit stifled because doctors are worried so much and fighting these middle, these disauthorization and all these hurdles. So it ends up, and it's the same thing, right? We were talking about your thumb. Yeah. You know, my American colleagues, I, I feel like we're starting to, to slip behind. 
some of our colleagues internationally sure, who, who sure. don't have to deal with these headaches, possibly because they dealt with them decades ago, mm -hmm. and now we're facing them. But I, I'd hate for us to go and, and become, you know, one of these systems, right? You, you see what's happening at the NHS yep. in England or, or our northern friends in Canada. I mean, those systems aren't good either. No, it's so, gone. It's gone yeah. backwards. Yeah, it's absolutely gone backwards. Well, my three are, are kind of tie into yours. All right. So I believe we should have oversight, not authorization. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't mean yeah, that we don't make mistakes. There's not some bad apples. We, we should have oversight but not these, these constant hurdles and, sure. and nails in a road. I like mm -hmm. that analogy. Mm -hmm. uh, the other one is medicine's gotten so uh, complex that the days of sort of the good old GP being able to handle everything are gone. I yeah, mean, right. I think they need to keep us healthy, that, that BMI of 70. You know, that's that's what we need them to do. But you need to see the, the right clinician at the right time. Sure. Right. So somebody's got a urologic thing. Just, just get to somebody like you, mm -hmm. right? And that saves money, right? right? Ultimately. <clears throat> and then the last thing is what we're doing right here, public education. What I Absolutely. tried to do with my book, uh, with this podcast, in trying to speak to, to smart people and passing along the public. The question is that I have is when will the public care enough about this? Because that's the thing is, you know, on our social media, we do a lot to educate, but you put something with a cute kitten, right? And it gets millions of hits. Yeah. And you get something that affects all of us. And the interest, so I'm not sure what it's going to take to have a save the whales moment or a I can't breathe moment, mm -hmm. but the public, you know, they're not going to be able to breathe soon. No, you're right. It's so, access. Yeah. It's access. So, so, well, thanks. Thanks for joining right. us. Thank you, sir. Congressman, doctor. Appreciate it. And um, we'll, we'll keep in touch. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you in two weeks.